Hi, I'm Alul. Sup, I'm Boo. Yeah, I'm Alul. This is the voice of Canberra youth. And this is the voice of Multicultural Youth. The show about multiculturalism, diversity, sharing experiences, and achieving goals. Stay tuned for our wonderful interviews and good music for you to enjoy. You are listening to the Multicultural Youth Program on FM. Live Thursday, 6 till 7 p.m. The Youth Law Centre offers free and confidential legal advice and referrals for young people aged between 12 and 25. Located on the corner of Childers Street and University Avenue, the Civic Drop-In Centre is open each weekday afternoon between 12 and 4pm. The YLC also provides assistance over the phone on 6173 5410 and by email at contact at youthlawact.org.au. Hey y'all, welcome back to 98.3 and we're finally back. Uh, sorry for the late news and all that. Uh, it's about time we played that anthem, uh, radio anthem. <laughs> That's right. Um, and uh, thanks to the Youth Law Centre again for their sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. So, how you been? Man, I've been okay, man. I missed my basketball already. Like that, we played our last game on Sunday. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what, last game for the season? Yeah, for this season. And how'd you go? Um, I, well, I scored 18 points. I, I, well, I was burning to be, not to be cocky, but I, I think I did good. I was getting points. more Are you playing against six-year-olds or something? No, nah, when I'm playing, well, I'm playing with my age. Uh, they're not 66-year-olds. They're, well, I can say they're 16-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> so how did your team go in the end? Where did they finish? Um, well, we beat the team, and that was like the roughest game we played in the season. Hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, the, that was the second roughest game. Had, what was the end score? Um, it was 41, 41, 30, 31, yeah, something right. like that, yeah. Cool, so you came to scoring half the, half the points? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, cool, and so did, but did you guys finish like on top of the table? No, nah, man, we came third. Third, right. It's because we lost three games, and yeah, that okay. really put us off. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I'm, I can dunk now, so I'll, boom. I'll be dunking on these. No these. way. So what, yeah. like uh, what? Seven ten, foot hoop. Seven foot hoop. So what are they? Not, what are, not ten foot, I mean ten foot, ten foot. Ten foot. Yeah. What do they play with in the NBA? They play with ten foot. Are you kidding? Yeah. And you can dunk? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> they say ten foot. Are you sure it's not twelve foot or something? No, it's ten foot. Ten foot. Far out. Um, wow, well, again, you know, if we've got any scouts listening, I'm the agent. I take a 25% cut. Um, come through me. No, that's cool, man. We had um, we had our uh, our sport on the weekend as well. I had uh, Federations Cup yeah. for uh, soccer, of course. Um, yeah, we did all right. We played against one of the top teams, uh, one of the teams that I think will probably uh, you know finish in the top top two or three yeah. of uh, the top of Premier League, uh, Kuma, and we lost two one. Unfortunately, we were in the lead one nil after about ten minutes, and then uh, <laughs> and that was that was as it's good as we got. It's not a bad loss. It's it's no nah, exactly yeah. It's just there. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go and, to. Us. And what else? Uh, what else you been up to at school and stuff? Well, well, school is always the same. It's either tests or doing some worksheets. It's just ordinary stuff. Mm. But yeah. um, but you got something uh, interesting coming up tomorrow. I hear if you can make it out there. Um, it's the multicultural youth from. It's on Friday, and it's like it's for youths around Canberra. Um, to come and talk about their affairs 
yeah. and, and like cool. to the minister of Oh. Yeah, yeah, the Minister for Youth Joy Birch, who yeah. was on, who we had in on the show. Um, so that's great. So you, if you, you, you're going to try and make it along to that and yeah. uh, make make the views, make your views heard. Yeah. What uh, what issues do you think you you might like to talk about? Um, I'll just say um, and put basketball courts across. For uh, <laughs> more basketball courts yeah. and shorter shorter yeah. school weeks. Yeah. Uh, All right. More basketball tournaments and for you to yeah. Cool. Um, and anyway, so uh, it's uh, just you and I today, but what have we got coming up on the show? What are we going to be talking about today? Uh, well, we're going to be talking about racism. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hey, just kind of, I guess, and like a particular kind of particularly the Sudanese, some yeah. Sudanese perspectives. Yeah. Um, we've uh, been doing a bit of research and we've we've hit hit on some interesting reports. So we're going to. Talk a bit about that, hey? Yep. Cool. Now, uh, you got, what do you get lined up for us? Um, this is Judicus, um, t- um, Fate Swiss Beats. Um, it's uh, uh, If you're real and you know it, clap your hands. It's not the kitty version, it's the gangster version. <laughs> All right, let's go then. Hey, yo, welcome back, 98.3. This is the Mojo Coach for Youth Radio. And, well... Who was that? Um, that was... Uh, Mike Miller, Fade. Um, no, no, no. I think that was the one before. That was no, like, that was me, me, Rick Rose. Um, Austin, Austin Martin music. Uh, you know what Aston Martin is? Nah. It's like the James Bond car. What? It's what James Bond drives. Oh, the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was all right, track, huh? Yeah, it's okay. Cool, cool. So, um, so what are we talking about now? Uh, well, we're talking about racism. Uh, multicultural and well I heard that you read a report on multicultural can you tell us a bit about that yeah yeah so um, this I was just going uh, you know doing some research for the program and uh, came across a report which was from um, two, uh, late 2009 early 2010 and um, anyway I, I kind of put it into perspective as to you know why it's still you know why it's an issue. They, um, these guys, they interviewed something about a thousand uh, high school students across yeah. Australia, and you know, asked asked them about whether they'd experienced racism, either like you know whether they'd been subject to it or whether they'd kind of seen it in the, you know, around school. Um, whether uh, you know what kind of and what kind of like impact it had on them in terms of you know how their their well being and their health and stuff. So, uh, but basically, like some of the some of the reports, the key things that came out of the the report they said um that in terms of um people at risk of racism they said the the group that's at most risk of racism is uh girls who are first generation migrants so you know not born here but but you know go to school here in years 11 and 12 so um so that's interesting like you know older it's it's in more yeah more older students hey like 17 18 year olds um so that was the first thing and then the second thing was that they said um they said they found racism um, across across schools in Australia with pretty much eighty percent of um, the people from um, non you know non Anglo or non white backgrounds uh, experiencing racism and even even they said you know fifty five percent of kids from with white backgrounds um, still reported you know seeing it seeing it happening at school and stuff so that's pretty uh, that's pretty massive like it means you know. Most of most kids, so like you know, four out of five kids, oh, you know, 
maybe uh, well at least kind of three out of five kids would experience it. Um, and what else? And they, they basically said, you know, it's uh, it's more than just you know insults and whatever. They said, you know, it's got taking this. You know, if you, if you're kind of experiencing those kind of behaviours day in day out, it has a real impact on um, on yeah on the way on your well-being and health yeah. and stuff. So anyway, we, maybe we can go into that a bit more um, a bit more detail later on. But um, we thought we'd focus a bit more on the you know on the Sudanese community because that's you know that's something you've got a bit of experience with, I guess. Um, and so the, now the report, Jorg, you, you've been reading up on Bull. It's, uh, it's a, basically just a survey of Sudanese and, and kind of Afri- experience of African, um, Australian, Australian Af- African, sorry, <laughs> um, I guess people of African descent in Australia and how they've experienced racism. So why don't you give us a bit of a profile of just how many Sud- like of the Sudanese community, and then maybe we can get into some of the examples. Uh, it says uh, about 1996-1997, about 220,000 people born in Sudan have settled in Australia. 20,000 people, hey? Yeah. Right. So it's pretty huge. I mean, because we've got a population of 20 million, so that's about, <laughs> what is that, about 0.1% of our population? Yeah. Is that right? Do you think that has improved or something? Or is, is, this, that... is this a latest article? Or... Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. Well, 20,000 people in Australia. Yeah. That's, yeah so that's from 2008. I don't think it's changed much since then. So. Um, um, it says um, estimated 2,200 2, ethnic Sudanese, but born in countries of asylum such as Kenya and Egypt. Okay, so so this is what I think you and I have spoken about before, like a lot yeah. of Sudanese kids that come here, actually, you know, born in Kenya and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what's that, 2,000? So what's the total number then, 22,000 or something? 22,200. Okay. Yep. And and ten percent of Sudanese uh, immigrants are from north, from the north. Oh right, so so ninety percent are from the south. Then, in other words, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty um, that's pretty telling, isn't it? Yeah, that's no. The most of the population is coming from the other side. And and of course, then it's not kind of skilled migration. Like, what are the what kind of visas are, have most Sudanese come out here on? Pardon. What what kind of visas have um, um, have they come out on? Uh, they've come on a humanitarian yeah, okay. program. Right, so so standard kind of, um, I guess, refugee. Yeah, but it's like visas. it's a sponsorship of by Australian resident. Ah, okay. Yeah. So like, so for example, if you've got family out here, you might be able yeah. to come out here. So yeah. Did you have? Did you? Did your fam? Did you have family out here before you came? Yep. Just, yep. My uncle paid for the. Money for us to come. Ah, so he would have sponsored yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he's a right. So, that, so was that the visa then that you came out on? Yep. Ah, okay. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, and and before because uh, you said so the population so since ninety seven or something nineteen ninety six nineteen ninety six right and so before that was there much of a population in Australia? Nah, not many were common. Like mm-hmm. it's it was it's not relatively like it's a very small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess you know the to go from zero to twenty thousand is quite a quite an increase, um, and and yeah, there's a bit of um, like a lot of kind of racism um, that that's been experienced by the Sudanese community as a result. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty um, that's pretty interesting stuff. Do we want to um, now? You, you you're going to talk about some examples um, from of racism um, in different kind of settings like 
the police, yeah. um, finding jobs, finding accommodation, all that kind of stuff. So why don't we go to a song and then when we come back you can um, um, read, read us some of the quotes from the, the report and we can have a talk about them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is Mac Miller, Fate Well, so uh, it's mm, what new it's a new it's, it's brand, a brand new, new yeah, 2011 yeah. it's got like how many hits like 600 hits <laughs> so it's brand new or really bad i think it's brand yeah, new. new. <laughs> all right we'll go to it uh welcome back to the much culture with radio and well that was a good song that was snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah just in case you didn't uh, hear it from like the chorus and the uh overtones and everything yeah, so. that was snoop Dogg. what's my name part two yeah it's a cool uh, song for shizzle. All right. Um, now, you, you're going to talk a bit about um, uh, so, some of the Sudanese experiences with police. Yeah, um, I'll read in some... the, in, This is in the context, of course, of our discussion on uh, on racism in Australia. So, so yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to read us... I don't know, read us out one of the... Because you've got a couple of quotes there. Is that right? Yep. Um, uh, I'll read you the quote about the police one. Um, this one is by Majuk. Uh, in Melbourne, I think. Um, he, he says, being stopped randomly by police. You try to go somewhere and you get stopped four or five times in one hour. You haven't done anything, you know, they say. Or random breathe test, or they just want you to check what you have in your car or what you have in your trunks. Asking these kinds of stupid questions. You know you can't go anywhere without being worried that you... Uh, you Worried you are going to be stopped for something. They see there is something black in the car and they flash their lights at you. Yeah, that's pretty full on. And there's, you've, you've got another quote there as well that you were talking about. Um, yeah. On uh, just to do with like hanging out in kind of bigger groups. Yeah. Um, this is by Dang. They see a group of Sudanese together and they think they are a gang. In Sudanese, we all walk in a group, it's a cultural thing. We walk in a group, and this is how we socialize together. In Australia, it's different. That is one thing people really have to understand here. Seeing is a multicultural country, they have to let people stay the way they are. But, yeah, incidents happen. Police will just stop a group of Sudanese youth and ask them questions. Yeah, so it's pretty full on, isn't it? Yep. Like, do you... I mean, so I guess that's kind of touching on two things. Hey, one's kind of colour... And one's culture. Yeah. Um, so that first quote you read, I mean, just kind of you know, actually being pulled over and stuff. That's yeah. pretty. Um, that's pretty full on, I guess. If if that's an experience you have pretty regularly, um, and I guess the the one, the other one, that second one you talked about, you know, hanging just hanging out with your friends and stuff. Yeah. Do you? I mean, is this something you've like? Have, have any of your friends? You know, I uh, mean, or like when you hang out with your mates, you kind of hang out. I don't know. Do you hang out in groups? Well, I've heard this from my cousin. Like, ah. Uh, uh, there was this gang, was lo- not like some Sudanese. Um, they were, it was about 10 o'clock, they were mm. going home. Well, there's a gang of them, they're going to a party or something. Mm. They're just talking. And, well, everybody, they get into a bus and, well, they're talking loud as... As you do like, when you've got a big group of friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and they're like the, the people in the bus, they get out of the bus and they're, on, they're the only one left. Like in the bus, the Sudanese kids... Yeah, right. And I heard from my friend that the bus driver got scared. Right, so you're, like, people just kind of actively avoiding... No, 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 like, the people 
like as people got off one by one. Yeah, yeah. It was only the Sudanese group and the bus driver. And yeah, right. My cousin said the bus driver got scared because it was only him and the yeah, and yeah. the group. And what about like uh, you know um, encounters with the police and stuff? Um, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess I mean I guess Canberra is kind of its own its own. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, I guess it's a small town in comparison. So, like you know, I guess the communities you get here are all pretty, you know, all pretty diverse. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so that's interesting. Now, you, there was also um, there was also some stuff about uh, just difficulties in terms of accommodation and employment and that kind of stuff. Yep. So, yeah, have you got um, anything you want to read us from in relation to uh, that stuff? Um, well, it says that most African interviews were reported to people. Who were reported as having, finding like, accommodation problems and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, I mean, I guess, um, I guess we can talk about this once, you know, once, once you've read out a quote or something, but, um, I wonder whether this is, you know, whether you've heard any, any of these kind of experiences as well. Um, it says... Um, although it's not not on the government policy that you will be discriminated against because of your race, it, it happens. It happens on a different basis. It might not be your color, but your color will tell them something about you. When you go for a job, let me say my color will let them will tell them that I was not born in Australia, so they will have that. Commentation yeah, yeah. that I would not have a good experience. Yeah. In experience in that, in what way, in what they want me to do, that will uh, affect their assist assessment on my interview. They do not. They do the same thing in the housing industry. When you go to the real estate, you might be you might to rent a property. They see a guy from Sudanese. From Sudan and the top of the three are a lot of things. In the media currently, negative things about Sudanese. So it's uh, so it has made it harder to get accepted by those real estate agents. Yeah, wow. So that's kind of talking about, I guess, just that um, more kind of, I guess, community perceptions as well. So, like, you know, I, I don't think... Uh, maybe in the media recently, but, I mean, I, I just recall, like, especially couple of years ago especially when the report came out like there was so much in the media about um yeah you know gang violence and and so much of it was kind of stereotyping you know i guess sudanese um immigrants and so yeah it's you know when when you've got that stuff feeding through the media then i guess that that has an impact on the way um the way people respond so um i guess that's that's kind of what that quote's getting at but it's pretty full on i mean you know i know for me you know, it's it's hard. It's always hard to get a place to rent. Like it's doesn't matter. You know, doesn't matter what your background is. Um, so when you know, when I guess when you got that added stuff there, that kind of barrier, that discrimination, it's full on. Does yeah? Again, you know, do you, have you heard of similar similar experiences? Or I mean, I guess you probably don't talk about it too much. You're not too too worried about. Not really. <laughs> too worried about it at this stage. No, um, I don't know. I've, I'm forgetting everything. I'm not sure. I haven't heard. I haven't later heard anything about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, maybe maybe Canberra's a bit a bit better than than some of the other places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Um, all right. Well, that's. Uh, why don't we get to another song and then we can uh, come back and talk a bit about 
uh, more about employment as well. Uh, well, this is another song, Little Bow Wow and Snoop Dogg. I think this is different to the song we Snoop Dogg again, two shows in one night, man. Yeah. No, well, this it's, is. It's on your hot list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg, what's my name? Yo, welcome back, 90.3. This is Dan and Bull. How old is that kid, Lil Bow Wow? Uh, he's about 20-something, mid-20s or something. Are you serious? Hey, yeah. the kid... No way. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> As a kid, I think he was about 11, 12, 15. Oh, so that's like from ages ago, is it? Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. And it sounds so kiddy. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can hear the difference from like when he was a kid and now how old he is. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he's gone into acting too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He made the movie called um, Lottery Ticket. Oh, right. to, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He wins money. That was a couple yeah. of years ago, wasn't it? No, I don't know, but it's a good movie. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. that's not as a kid, but. No, 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 that's recently, old. hey? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool movie. Yeah, cool. So, um, so now, anyway, so keeping, keeping with our, um, our discussion topic this week of racism um, and looking in particular at kind of the Sudanese community. Um, Bill, you were going to, again, reading from, um, from this great report, you're going to tell us a bit about, yeah, some of the, um, some of the ways that racism, I guess, is experienced in, um, in employment, like in terms of getting jobs, yep. um, I guess getting promotions and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and then we might talk about what kind of impact that has. Um, it, says, uh, it, is diff- it is difficult to, it's difficult gaining employment when you have no locally acquired skills and experience. So if you don't know English, it's hard for you the language and yeah. the skills. And I guess also more than just English in itself, but also, I guess, you know, knowing the local customs. Um, yeah, I guess just being able to, you know, having you know having that kind of common cultural background. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and racial discrimination plays a role in keeping African men employed or unemployed. Yeah. Undecomployed. <laughs> and so... Um, wh- I think you've got a quote there of somebody who's actually in employment um, talking about, you know, sometimes um, it's often the case that, you know, you might have, um, I guess, Sudanese men coming out here with with educational qualifications and stuff, yeah. but then for that to um, not kind of be recognised in the workplace? Uh, this is a problem recognised by all major studies done with the African immigrants. It leads to a lot of frustration. Many African men traditionally believe that they have to be the head of the household. And this implies being the provider. Employment undermines their masculine role. Social security helps to keep absolute poverty and bay. However, the men suffer low self-esteem and poor mental health. Even, even, uh, even for young men without families, lack of money to live, the f- lifestyle of the peers and stressful and can be pressed trust and can be stressful yeah yeah um can, can, actually can i just grab that off you for a sec Paul? yeah um i think there's, there's an interesting quote as well but but yeah i mean what what they're saying there like you know i guess for any you know for any i mean they talk about youth employment being a, a problem in this i guess problem almost everywhere in the world it's always much higher than you know um than with other age groups but mm. when you've got these extra um yeah, again, these extra kind of barriers, which which are nothing to do with you know, it's just more to do with um, with race than uh, than skills. Then that's you know can be um, yeah, it can be a massive issue. The the, the quote here um, 
It's a guy from the focus group. It says, The major problem is here we have people who are highly qualified, even people with PhDs, with masters and bachelor degrees, advanced diplomas and so forth. These people don't get jobs in a proper way. You may get a job as a factory hand. Um, they should, you know, they should provide anyone who has been training in a certain area then, um, because they need to, to work in that area. He said it's very rare to see a black person working in a highly recognised department. Um, so, yeah, so I guess not only is that... Um, I guess that probably builds on itself as well because not only do you have... Um, is, it, is it difficult to, to, to get the, the jobs you need and stuff as a result of, you know language not you know different different cultural background um and racism but then you know i guess if you if you don't see your peer group up there as well it um you know i guess that can present some kind of issues as well yeah um yeah cool so uh so that's that's kind of an interesting interesting review i guess so thanks for taking us through that ball it's <laughs> cool um cool so uh that's that's kind of actually Bring us up close to uh, close to our mark. Show. Um, now, so again, you've got uh, so what, what's coming up again tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow uh, it's a multicultural youth thing. Yeah, cool. So uh, you might be able to if you get along to that, you'll be able to report back to us next week, hey? Yep. Cool. Um, and so again, what are you campaigning for? Uh, basketball courts <laughs> All right, and cool. tournaments. Sweet, sweet. Um, and next week uh, we might have uh, someone from the Canberra Times in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, I think this is a Snoop Dogg week or something because uh, there's indeed a dog, a dog named Snoop. We don't want another Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, don't recommend which one do you want. Um, why, don't we, why don't we go out? With uh, um, Kanye again, Kanye this is all West. part of your education, Bull. So you got to, um, <laughs> you know, you got you got to you got to take in what you can. Um, why don't we just go with uh, with stronger? Oh, man, that's uh, that's that's no good. That's no good. That's no good. No, no. no. All right. What about uh, I don't know? We just go with the old classic, gold digger. That's yeah, all right. All right. Cool. And uh, coming uh, up next, Kiri the Macedonian show. Cool. Yeah.